Hello and welcome to We're Watching What? I'm your host Dana, or the DHK as I'm known, and we watched several things this week. We started off with the new vampire film Day Shift, then we watched the first three-ish episodes of A League of Their Own, and then finally we watched Mac and Rita, which is a new Diane Keaton film. Spoiler alert for all of those things, and then be sure to stay tuned after the main discussion as there are a couple of follow-up points. Without further ado, here's We're Watching What? All right, so we watched Day Shift, and I had this really weird sense of deja vu when I was watching this film, because early in 2020, when Netflix was really starting to pump out the like movie of the week things, Jamie Foxx did another one of these. And I was watching Day Shift being like, I, I swear I've seen this before. And I haven't, you know, I haven't seen exactly it, but it was basically another paint by numbers action film. Not, there are no vampires in it, but, and so I had this horrible sense of, this is the same thing recycled. And this is the point that we have hit with these Netflix movies in that they're just like they're we're seeing the same people over again and it's all blending together. What did you two think of Day Shift? I thought it was incredible. No, I, <laughs> a triumph I, I, of a film. Yes, a masterpiece. Yeah. yeah, I hated my time, unfortunately. It 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 could have been funnier to me if it did not know it was bad. But it kind of was a little too in on its own joke to where they thought they were being really clever with I think some of the, the dialogue in a way that was like, oh, haha, this is so silly. And I was like, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. But I could have been reading it wrong, but I, I did not enjoy it. Oh, I, I did not know if they were in on the joke, but. Yeah, no, it was not good. Did you watch the whole thing, Jackie? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this might be the new, like, opening <laughs> metric is what percentage of the movie did Jackie watch or show? You know. <laughs> yeah, I watched like 45 minutes, I think. Did you yeah. get to Franco getting turned into a vampire? No. Okay. Big spoilers. <laughs> he gets turned into a vampire, fully decapitated, and somehow continues to survive. It was very strange. Well, because yeah. it's the teeth, apparently. In this universe, the only way to kill a vampire is to take their teeth. Oh, I, I stopped paying attention. Like, I technically watched the whole thing, but I might have well have watched 20 minutes of it. I got to Snoop, and I was like, oh, this could be fun. And then my I was very excited to see Snoop because I was like, oh, Snoop. And then he was terrible, which is, you know. I didn't think I he think was terrible, terrible, but he was just Snoop. You know, he wasn't well, like. And I, think, I think there were other ways to kill them. It was just that taking the teeth for sure did. Because mm-hmm. like that first one at the beginning, he totally kills her, and then he rips out a fang and takes it. But she's totally well, dead. They they oh, okay. actually do they explain it later why he like yeah, can like, reattach his head it's uh-oh. but it's okay it's silly, well because when she wait, when no the, you're right the, the teeth are the, the angry game valley lady the realtor lady yeah is like beating up on the pawn guy oh yeah monster guy well, who like sells the teeth she's saying that they can't live without their teeth but I don't yeah, know so they the teeth being taking the teeth out will kill them so they can't live without them but you can kill them other ways I think but it's just that they cannot survive without their teeth. So it's like, Makes sense. I think it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like the only way to kill them. Like this entire movie was written in exposition. As soon as Dave Franco showed up, it was written in exposition because literally that scene where he's like quizzing him and being like, what about this? What about that? I was like, "There, this is the laziest world building I've ever seen. Yeah, it is. And I, I it's it's just sad. I, I love vampires in general. I think most people do. But it's it's some, one of those things where I'm not, I've never been into the creature vampire. And I will say I was actually kind of, playfully offended by the dialogue about the twilight stuff because i was like you're sitting here poking fun at twilight as if you're some elevated vampire thing like as if you're not a terrible version of vampires that is not at all what vampires were ever intended to be when they first created media Mm -hmm. and it was like 
it just felt like it was too it thinks it like it thinks it's more clever than twilight and i'm not saying twilight's a lot more clever than this was but it's certainly not worse than this was well at least twilight was like earnest right yeah I say this never actually having seen it. Uh, well, books, whatever, story, I mean, whatever. You know, probably yeah, not yeah, about yeah. it. On the- <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. I know plenty about it. I just, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, I just, this one was, oof, it was tough. It really was. I will say some of the, some of the special effects or the practicals I thought looked better than they deserved to look for how bad I thought the film was. I guess. I imagined the budget wouldn't be very big. I mean, we're talking in a day where, like, I can't even sit through a, a Marvel film half the time lately without just sitting there focusing on why that the special effects look so terrible. And so it's like for something like this, straight to Netflix, like whatever, it looked better than some things in Marvel lately. Yeah, uh, I mean, me. I, you might be right. I just literally wasn't watching. You know, I would occasionally. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm trying to figure out if I saw any effects. No, oh, you definitely I, like, saw effects that first. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, you, the, the you first. Were, yeah, I don't the first scene. Them. Yes, yes. I, <laughs> yeah. but I did not. I, I you're honestly right. didn't really pay much attention to the first scene because I was like, oh, he's just gonna kill the vampire. And then like, you're right in that like it wasn't egregious, but I wasn't like, wow, good job. Yeah, I, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't blown away by them, but I wasn't bumping on them any more or even at all compared to how much I was bumping on the story and the acting and the writing, everything else to do with it. It was like, uh-huh. to me, the effects were like a stronger point of the film, which usually is the opposite these days. <laughs> so. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. And we're back. I really love a vampire story. So I was, I'm not shocked I didn't like it, but I was hoping to be surprised into enjoying it. It could have been fun, you know? It could have been fun. Because it doesn't need to take, I mean... I like all kinds of vampire stories. I don't need them to be taken too seriously for the most part. But I mean, we say it could have been fun, but we know it wouldn't have been fun because of what Netflix can't make a good movie. I mean, they can, though. We know they've been able to. We just don't know what's happening here. This didn't didn't help. This did not help our our current our current working stance on it. No, it didn't. And it didn't help anybody involved. It just didn't. It. Well, it's yeah. Yeah, I got. <laughs> I didn't know anything going into it. I knew, like, I remember when you. I had no idea what was going to happen, and I remember you. Okay, that's the movie we're talking about. And I think Jack, at one point, you referred to it as Netflix vampire movie, and I was like, "Oh, a vampire movie!" And I kind of forgot that it was one. And I was like, "Oh, good. This might be fun." Uh-huh. <laughs> I only, just literally only knew it from the weed ad that I got in my email. That was oh, like, yeah. "Oh, right." Things. And it was called Day Shift. And I was like, oh, it's a vampire film. Okay. You know, and so that oh. was a little more to watching it because I was like, I love a vampire film. But oh. I didn't even know who was in it. I had no idea until I, it started. Of course. I mean, I don't – I was like, did weed even play into it aside from the fact that Snoop is in it? Like, I don't think that was even a plot line. It was just a weird no, – I just feel like promotional. because Snoop was in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. But God, maybe he owns that company. Marketing. I don't even know. Oh, maybe. That's possible. Maybe. But then they spent I mean, some I money wouldn't on be marketing sh- then. It would be, yeah. yeah, it would be surprising if Snoop didn't own some sort of marijuana. I would assume right? so. Well, he well, at least has shares in some if he doesn't own, right. you know. But, well, because he owns wine um, too, remember? Snoop owns wine? Yeah. Is it good wine? I mean, not the ones that I've tried, but I haven't tried them all. Okay. Like Snoop has to. We'll 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 double check it at the end, but like we'll figure that out later. But I cannot um, imagine a world in which Snoop Dogg does not has not gone in on that pie. Yeah. At the very least for supplying himself. Right. 
that cost alone wholesale. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because like, you have you heard this? I, well, this? This is such off topic, but Seth Rogen was on a TV show and he was talking about he was bragging that Snoop said that he was a good roller of weed, and he yes. was like, you know, and he and he was like, yeah, this yeah. is the best thing that's ever happened to me. And um, apparently, Snoop Dogg literally pays someone a hundred thousand dollars a yes. year yeah. to be their joint roller. And so, like, he has someone on their payroll that just rolls joints for him. Yes. And I remember somebody had put out a number that was, like, they did, like, $50,000 a year. And Snoop literally replied and was like, no, inflation, like, all these things, like, cost of living, it's up to this now. And I was like, you know what? That's a good boss. Like, I bet you had yeah. dental and healthcare and all these I mean, things. And that's livable. You know what I mean? Like, it's not yeah. like you're living, like, high, but you're living, you know, decent. Yeah. And, and so I remember a great thinking- fucking time. Yeah, and I was like, I was like, huh. Anyway, yeah. random well, for aside. The of, for the hours of labor, I'm sure that's a really good wage. Yeah. Yeah, well, and who knows, like, I mean, do you have to be at back and call? Like, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Say, I, I don't know like the you're, particulars. You're, you're probably, like, pretty on call for that. Which, oh. whatever, dude. I mean, you just get to party with him all day, every day, probably. I guess. Which for a while is fun, maybe. Yeah, I feel like you know what you know. Maybe it's like a five year thing, and then you you move along. You you, you know you retire as Snoop's yeah. blunt roller. Maybe you move up to like personal assistant. Get you know what I mean? I don't know. It, I feel like that's more. I I mean I would assume they get paid more, but I was like that seems like a lot more work or like a lot more varied work as opposed to like one hyper focused mm-hmm. job. Well, I would just assume he has multiple personal mm-hmm. assistants, so you would end up being like. You know, anyway, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but any, this is more interesting to me than the whole movie yes. we watched yes. um, called Day Shift. I would actually watch that movie about. I want to watch a documentary about Snoop's joint roller and what I'm it not, means. That would also be, I, what was it? Like get him to the Greek or something like that? Like, well, wouldn't it be really cool to like do a documentary on like all like famous people and the weird people, the weird jobs they have on their payroll? You know, how they pay their best friend a living wage and what they mm-hmm. titles they give them. And like, I don't know. I think that would be interesting. Yes. I would also watch the fictionalized version of that, you know. Yeah, great. Like, yeah. But yes, this is more interesting than the entirety of Day Shift. I cannot imagine recommending this to anyone. I It was just truly, truly a painful experience. I would rather have my teeth pulled than watch this movie again. <laughs> I'm trying to think like what what other outstanding. Oh, you know what else it reminded me of was gunpowder milkshake. Oh, I had thoughts uh... about that. Yeah, this was this was my actual question. Do we think this movie is pro or anti union? This might be harder for you to answer, Jackie, since you didn't finish the whole thing. But I could not figure out what its stance on was, <laughs> like its stance on unions was. That's the thing. I don't actually think it had much of a stance on anything. And that was sure. a huge part because I, I honestly don't know the answer to yeah. that. And it just it was very com- conflicting messaging. I felt. Yeah, but I was I was just like, I I I didn't dislike the idea of there being like a union, and it's it's actually kind of Deadpool y, you know, as well, where it's just like mm-hmm. cool. There's like a a job board and all this stuff. Well, it's actually John Wick, but the, we it's so it's derivative of many other things. But yeah, I didn't dislike that idea for vampires, but then. You know the union boss guy is terrible, and and just it's like what are you what are you trying to say? If any nothing, they're not trying to say anything, and that's yeah, the problem. They're not trying to say anything. And then I was gonna say on that note too, it's like it's interesting that they it kind of took from vampires in the style of like I Am Legend, like the book that the movie didn't do. Okay, but yeah. then it made them very 
the creature ones were very like that the movie did, whereas in the book you have the like they're like enlightened the character yeah. who's like yeah. yeah who like you know is and so and then living among us and all this whatever like that and uh I thought that was strange but yeah they, they they just derived so many things from other stuff and it just wasn't it couldn't hold a candle to any of the things you're talking about yeah. well and the thing well, is is like <laughs> it's very hard to do a, a different vampire story now there's so many different versions and so much happening that i don't really blame anyone for taking something from somewhere else but then you have to do something interesting with it right you know like you have to or at least make a good compelling story with a traditional version if you're no but if you're gonna make it a comedy you don't have to do something different with it you have to be funny you know well i think you wanted to be a comedy (laughs) did it want to be a comedy I thought I, it wanted I, to be a comedy. Especially what's, with Dave Franco and stuff. And was, I was like, yeah. oh, I think it's a comedy. <sighs> I I saw they, they released a, a blooper reel on the internet, you know, like a day or two after it came out. And I was like, this is probably better than the whole movie. And it wasn't a great blooper reel, but, you know, it was still like, at least it was short. <laughs> I wonder yeah. if someone thought it was funny. Maybe. I mean, this I is the thing with all these, all these movies. I mean, I always- literally didn't laugh, I don't think, at all. So I don't... I don't think it did. I laughed at the Twilight joke, but I, it, it didn't deserve the laugh, but I, I laughed. Yeah, but that's the thing. These movies, they are all like always at number one for the week, and then they just move along. But because of that, I think they're just going to keep making them. Yeah. It's like they don't even understand that like their own model kind of makes movies forgettable. With it. You, like, you're making forgettable movies for a model that kind of makes them. Which, again, I know movies come out every week, but it's like... Right. With how much they usher. It's just. But is anyone like joining Netflix to watch these movies once a week? Or we just have Netflix and we're like, we all just, right, I guess we just I'll have watch Netflix. That. You know what yep. I mean? Like, yep. But it's such a costly endeavor that, it, that it, during during the, the, I don't know how to say it. We're still in the pandemic, but during the quarantine <laughs> parts of the pandemic, I understand the idea of like, we're going to give you a new movie every week. And I could understand someone maybe subscribing, being like, I get a new movie every week. You know, I'm yeah. sitting here doing puzzles all day. But now that we're at the point where movie theaters are up, functioning, running, it's, it's, it's an expensive endeavor to keep on keeping on with, I think. Right. If it's not deriving subscriptions. But I don't know. I'm no businessman. Well, we've, I mean, we've seen the effects that in the, you know, this industry is getting just like havoc wrought upon it with all the layoffs and all that stuff. So it's not working in that sense. Like it's not sustainable. And I just, please, please stop. Make it stop. <laughs> like, stop. Yeah, just get back to a time where you get to the point where you're just just greenlighting the this, stuff that you think is going to be really good quality as far as shows go. And you can quantity still do over stuff, quality but... is not good. It's not. It's not working. All right. Well, and just do more weekly shows or something. I surprisingly like that better. Them. I think most I of the time you're binged out. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah, I get that. I mean, there's so many things on and so many things out. That it's hard to say, well, I guess I'll spend 10 hours and watch this today. Yeah. And so, like, I tend to, like, wander off on things when if it was doing weekly, it would show up in my little queue and then I would, like, be excited to see it, you know? Or I'll do the 10 hours and then completely forget about it, you know? And And then the next day I can barely talk about it even because it's, like, or the next week, I guess I should say. I don't have that short of a memory. (laughs) Well, but then also then it's, like, the next season comes out and I'm, like, I don't remember this and I don't care enough to rewatch the first or second season. So I'm just not going to watch it, I guess. 
And, you know, we might be a minority amongst people, but, like, it's going to start to wear. Like, there's only... No, but it's so true because I, I think back, like, when you think of, like, big shows where we were you're excited weekly and, like, not to bring up a bunch of old problems for, the, for us all, but, you know, think like Game of Thrones, for example, even when it wasn't good, I can't go and recite to you whatever happened in every episode now, but I remember the seasons pretty vividly, you know, because it's like, and I only watched those last few one time because mm-hmm. I didn't want to again. And I remember them more than I remember half the shit I watched on Netflix lately. Sure. When I, when they, well, because you know. there was a conversation, you know what I mean, that everyone got to have about it. And I think, you know, like the Marvel shows, even, well, I never finished Moon Knight, I guess, but most of them I found enjoyable in some ways just because we were watching it every week. I would have gone through them all, and I liked most of them very, very much. But I think the added weight in between and the anticipation helps. What occupies like a place in your brain for more than one day. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. And and each episode is more important because I have to remember it from week to week in order to get to the next one. And so, but if I'm binging all day, it's like you know I may have been on my phone for most of the fourth episode or whatever. And then it doesn't really matter because I'm been watching all together. So it all really does still make sense. And then, you know, and then I don't remember hardly any of the details. I want everyone to remember this conversation next week when we talk about She-Hulk. <laughs> I'll do that. Yes, you do that. We'll try. Hold on to the hell. <laughs> let's just take up space for one week in our brains. Because I will, I, you know, I, anyway, um, Okay, so Day Shift is terrible. But a series that I at least enjoyed, A League of Their Own. How about you? How far did you make it? I did three episodes. Okay. I only did one. I really enjoyed it, though. I know that sounds like I didn't like it, but I actually had a busy weekend, and so I didn't end up um, spending the time on it. But I did really like it. I also feel like they did not promote it as much as I thought they were going to. Like, I saw very little materials around it. Yeah, honestly, I don't think I even knew it was happening until you told us to watch it. So, oh, I follow I, I, um, I follow Darcy on Instagram, and so she was posting a decent amount about sure. it. Sure, but I, I feel like there's a difference between like actors. No, agreed. Know, like, I was just yeah. saying that's and, how like I knew a, it was and happening. A, yeah, right, right, right. But even I was like, I'm the person who literally is on all these lists, and I don't get you know I got screeners of it, but yeah. Yeah, but this is one of the few things that I was like, you know what? I'm okay with this as being a spun-off adaptation of something that we've already seen and blah, blah, blah. Like, I thought it had its own merits and I enjoyed it. There are parts that are, like, not the strongest, but I really I really found myself liking it. Yeah, I think – I mean, I love the movie, the Penny Marshall movie uh-huh. from back in the day quite a bit. But I think – I mean, there's so much story there that it makes sense that you could make this into a series very easily without, you know, um, stretching it too far. Yes. I'm very glad that they did not try and be like, yeah, these are the same characters. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, I think it's well done. I, I'm i not in love with it yet, though. Like, I don't dislike yeah. it anyway, but I'm having a hard time. Not hard, but I'm not connecting on a level of like super interest with any one character yet where I'm like, oh, I'm super invested in your storyline. Okay. And I don't know if it's that it's just kind of a slower start and they're kind of getting going or if I'm just not finding most of the leads all that compelling yet, but I imagine I'll finish it. I'm not, I didn't stop by any sort of like, Oh, I hate this. I'm turning it off. You know what I mean? Yeah. This was a time thing, but yeah, I don't know. Did you, did you kind of feel like from the get go, it was like, I cared about these people a lot. Like as far as like, 
plot wise? Um, so, I mean, I actually thought the character who I was most, I mean, which is also like the newest addition to it is, is uh, Max, who's the black woman who we follow yeah. because obviously we didn't even touch that with a 50 foot pole in, yeah. you know, the film version, which under, you know, I'm not blaming them or anything like that, but um, yeah. So I thought her story is interesting. Um, it certainly gets more complex later. Mm-hmm. I don't love Abby Jacobson and Darcy Carden in it. Which I, I feel that's bad. My biggest because... problem. I feel like they're the leads. And I don't well, yeah. Know. So Abby, Abby Jacobson is like definitely like I, I love Darcy and in a good place. And, and so I was like looking forward to seeing her sort of do something different. Uh-huh. And yeah, I mean, she I... plays the same character Madonna did, which is also a big reach, you know, because Madonna is actually a very good actress. And that's who she's playing. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because that's a real person. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I uh I I I probably should have done more research on Madonna. Da- I mean, it's just Madonna has this level of charisma that's like, you know, hard to match and I don't and obviously Darcy doesn't and so it's kind of well, hard. She's also they're they're trying to have her play this like bombshelly character which is not does not seem to come as naturally to her as it did Madonna. And then I also found the chemistry between the two of them uh, not as – I don't want to spoil anything. Did they do anything in the French Revolution? Mm-mm. Oh. Uh, fuck. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, all good because she came out the, – the person it's actually based on, she came out recently. Like, okay. Recently um, in the last, like, five years. But, like, she's, like, 90-something, and so she was like, it's never too late, blah, blah, blah. You oh, know? Yeah. So I'm not well, surprised. It's not that she had to be in the closet that long. No. Um, but I, I'm not surprised that they wrote it that way. Yeah. It's, it just feels like very forced chemistry between the two of them. And like the show is trying to be like, ooh, look. Look at this beautiful women who love each other. But I, I just don't get the like sexual chemistry between them. I wasn't really picking up much on like buying their friendship chemistry much either in the first episode. Like when they were both drunk and then like writing like, in the letter sent. Yeah, I did not. I thought they were like bullying the her kind of, and then I was like, I mean, it was fun, but then I don't know. I just didn't get like instant vibes or anything. Like you know, some I don't know, some friendships just have great chemistry on screen, and you you buy well, it. They could be besties. I think Darcy Carden and Melanie Field, who plays Joe, like their chemistry, their friend chemistry is fine. Like I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah cool. Agreed. I get it that they've been you know, homies forever. And I thought um, Shantae Adams as Max and oh, what's her friend's name? Claire. I loved her friend, their comic book friend who was like yeah, writing like, to the editor chemistry and stuff. as friends. Yeah. I was like, okay, I get, I buy that too. Like no problem. But just some of the other is, is tough. It's tough. And yeah. you know, we've yeah. talked about this for plenty of other shows and movies recently where it's just like, if you don't have that, like if you don't have it and you're trying to sell us it, then we have a problem. Yeah. And that's, I think that's the thing that just, kind of dragging for me in general is just that I'm also not it's no secret I'm not a sports person at all and like the original movie I, I I like it as much as the next person but I'm definitely not obsessed with it but it's like I understand that oh, okay let's flesh this out more and make it more about the, the people than about just the the game I guess if you will <laughs> like yeah, more about right. the people even so about Tom Hanks, which getting... it was mostly about honestly right. the first movie. Yeah. yeah and so far I'm not feeling like I'm just getting like a the stories about the people i agree with you that i think max is the standout character that is most interesting but not getting like stories about the people that feels very oh i can't wait to see what's next <laughs> if you will so yeah but you know I, but i do think it's really well made well done i think the acting's good i think 
I like the way it's shot, and I, I like the soundtrack a lot, actually. Um, so definite pluses, and I imagine I, I probably will finish it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, it's a light-ish week for us, but uh, we're watching what? Did anyone watch anything else? I watched I Just Killed My Dad. Or father. Oh, did you like it? Well, I started it, I'll say. I'm on episode two. Uh, <laughs> it's interesting. It's the one where it's the, yeah, it's three episodes. Again, it's one that kind of should be a movie, I think, but it's, and do you both know what it is? The, the guy. Yeah, I mean, oh, I, I was about to start it one night, and then I was like, I, eh. yeah, yeah, I was like, based on that name, I assume, yeah. <laughs> it's about patricide. Like the young, like, adult guy who, like, called 911. It was 2019. It happened. He called 911. It was just, like, reporting that he, he killed his, he shot his dad three times and killed him. Okay. And it's and he didn't think he would get in trouble for it. Like he thinks he was justified to do it. So when he called, he was like reporting it very calmly. But it was very like didn't he was shocked to be arrested kind of thing. And so it, it follows <laughs> him. It follows what happened and kind of like getting into trial stuff and like kind of like what's going. You know. So it's 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 interesting for true crime people. It, but it's also kind of like it's baffling <laughs> a little yeah. bit. <laughs> but yeah, that that was uh, so I started that. I did okay. go to. Uh, the uh, new Beverly to watch Sleeping Beauty this weekend, and it was actually one of the like one of my like most favorite in person screenings I've ever been to in my entire life. It oh. was sold okay. out. It was sold out, and it was like I mean, it's my favorite Disney movie, so I was like, I was I loved seeing everyone there, excited to see it. People were like cheering and laughing and clapping at parts that are whatever. There are kids <laughs> in there that I don't think had ever seen it were uh-huh. laughing their asses off at the fairies. And all this, all the animal stuff in the forest, they're laughing. And then when Maleficent is like going crazy at the end, like they were, they were like scared. One of those little girls, she like screamed bloody murder when, when Maleficent like blew fire, the dragon blew oh. fire, and Philip lost his shield. She like screamed. Oh my God, I <laughs> and, love that. But, no one was like crying, but everyone was just really into it and they kind of the applause and stuff. And it was on film and Technicolor. It was just, I was oh. like, oh my God. And they showed Paul, uh, Paul Bun, no. <laughs> different vibe but all right oh God, what's his name what is it what's the one um, paul bunyan no paul bunyan <laughs> yeah paul bundy's my kind of sport no they showed paul bunyan before it which is cute i hadn't seen that in a long time but anyway yeah oh that's so cute just, like, little yeah it was so much fun i just cute. love that because it's like one of those films like that we've well at least for me i've never seen it in a theater i've only ever watched it at home so it's kind of like one of those things where like you get the full experience of like everything. Oh, I love that. I watched um, Light and Magic, which is the docu series on oh, ILM mm-hmm. on Disney Plus. Highly recommend. I thought it was super interesting. Yeah, I'm kind of an. I love that kind of stuff though. So uh, keep that in mind. But they got a lot of really good interviews with lots of different folks. And yeah, I don't know. I I thought it was really interesting and um, very cool to sort of watch digital happen yeah yeah i watched i watched it too the week before and i forgot to bring that up and uh, i thought i I also endorse it. it's very good i do think it's a little bit long like keep in mind there was a lot of info that wasn't like new info to me in it yeah that's the that's my hesitation with it i don't know if i if i was just kind of like oh if if i just didn't know all the stuff then it would have felt like okay all these episodes were justified but i kind of felt like it could have been shorter because it felt like it was some of it was regurgitated again but i thought it was really well made and i liked it i recommend i watched the most hated man on the internet which was upsetting yeah. very upsetting i watched train wreck woodstock 99 also oh, upsetting yeah. not as upsetting but still pretty upsetting and then i also watched all of indian matchmaking season two. Oh, i started that i did not finish it uh, well i mean i think i watched two episodes 
Oh, I blazed through it. I was there were also half hour episodes, but I was just like, yeah, yes. yeah. No, I was enjoying myself. I just moved. I don't know. Yeah. Later. But yes, that also, was also uh, RuPaul's Celebrity Drag Race started. Oh yeah. That. Oh, I haven't watched that. Is that on Plus? Paramount Plus? Uh-huh. Uh, it was on Hulu. I, I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I saw it on Hulu, so I didn't even look. But it probably is. So it must oh, be. I, I thought it was on Paramount I know, Plus. I, I thought all of separate. our stars, all stars, is on. All stars yeah, is all Paramount stars. Plus. Yeah, it yeah. was. And then. Um, oh, I guess this, celebrity is technically. Yeah, this showed up on Hulu, but I, it could be on there. I just didn't look because I saw it. Yeah, on I don't Hulu. know. I watched it there. But, I was just curious. And I only, I will say, because I actually realized I hadn't seen the first season, so I have to go back and watch that. I guess, but uh, I. Truly, don't think I recognize. I only recognize one person that I know who it is. The other people, I don't know who they are. So. You don't, yeah, like you don't know who the celebrity is, or you weren't. Yeah, when they like reveal that you were like, I don't know who that is. No, well, they don't. They only reveal when the person goes home, and only one person goes home in the first episode. And so, like, you see them in their drag makeup. You don't see them out of drag. They just oh, 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 oh. You're talking about and, season two, not season. Yeah, so season two, okay. there's so only a different yeah. format. So that's why she's confused. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. yeah, and so season two, I. I recognize one celebrity out of the group without having seen their face. Like I know who it is, but everyone okay. else, I, I don't know. Who oh, that's kind of fun that you get it group by group. Cause in the first season, they just basically like, yeah, wasn't it like one per episode or something there's like that? One celebrity per episode and you figure out who they are. Yeah. By the end. And oh, then see, like, this is, yeah, this was, oh, so this is, I think is a full regular kind of more regular format. They all, they all put on a showcase. And so there's, I think there are eight of them. So you meet them all in the first episode and one of them goes home. And then, so I think they're all competing all season. That's way more interesting. Cause the first one was, the first one was fine, but it was more like, I mean, it's just not anecdotal. Yeah. Do they have, do they have like drag moms? So yeah, it's uh, forgetting. I think it's, so it's Monet and. Jujube, right? Jujube. Okay. But they have, they have like guidance. This is. Yeah. And, um, and what's her face uh, from uh, Canada, Brooklyn. Oh, that's confusing. Yeah. Do they get like a makeup artist, or do they have to do it themselves? Yeah. They, like, no, they get they get their makeup done. Okay. Either, either they either the girls do either those drag queens do it for them, or they get it done. But they all no, look you know they get it done. Those good. drag queens are not doing it for them. Yeah, they all looked pretty good. Uh, uh-huh. And they there were some who were like pretty good because I'm not. It was it, it it all was like oh they're each presenting a song and you know I'm not the biggest lip sync person so the whole episode I was a little like oh, okay but. I, there were a couple of performances where I was like, okay, I was pretty captivated. I like that it's a little more competitive. Because, yeah, the last one was just sort of like, ooh, look, the celebrity did drag, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, okay, they walked out. They they put the makeup on and the clothes and the, they talked. All right. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot yeah. of build up to it, right, where you don't know who yeah. it is and, like, whatever. But yeah. it's. This is like my first time in drag, and they pick a song, and they have choreography that that Jamal Sims does, and like it's like yeah, it's a full thing. Oh, that's right. better. I'll watch, I'll yeah, watch that. Yeah. It's fun. It's fun. I they recommend probably it. Got feedback from the first season, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get it together. <laughs> Nobody's watching. Twenty million shows. I I very briefly met Michelle Visage over the weekend, and it was oh, yeah. she's tiny. Yeah. Is she? Like, she? They make her look so tall on the show. Like I not not big, but I just feel like her presence like takes up a lot yeah. of. Because Rue is so tall that like I was shocked. Yeah. I had no idea she nice. was short. Honestly, uh, yeah. Was yeah. she nice? Like she was very nice. Like professional courtesy. Like very. You know, because I, I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. It is as politely as one you know, and as professionally as I could have done that. Sure. But she was very gracious. Gracious. She was gracious about it. You know, but but oh, not okay. like 
gushing back, you know, I, she clearly gets it all the time. You know, she's got okay. She's got her act down pat, but she knows like very nice. But anyway, she's five, four, apparently. Wow. Yes. Sure. Without heels. Yeah, I'm assuming I would have. Yeah. I would have guessed more like seven or eight. Yeah. But I think. No, yeah. She, she reads tall credit, credit to the, mm-hmm. the camera. But she does wear a lot yeah. of hair. She does indeed wear a lot of hair. A lot of hair, a lot of heels, but yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But there are plenty of other people doing it. It doesn't read that way on camera. So. Yeah, no. It's all, yeah, the way you're... It's yeah. her. Yeah. yeah, agreed. Yeah. The way you're built. Yeah. Doing things a little different this week, Jackie had to bow out of this part of the conversation because we had some technical difficulties. So just Matt and I are about to discuss this next segment. We watched Mac and Rita, which I call 30 going on 70. And I have so <laughs> yeah. many logic questions about this fucking movie. It was, it was bad, right? We agree it was terrible. Yeah, it's unfortunate though that it... To me, it felt like it was the type of bad that was making me sad mm-hmm. because oh, yeah. I was enjoying parts of it. And I what actually parts of it. <laughs> like I actually was laughing out loud before the switch happened. Like I thought the writing was pretty good. I thought the acting, the friends were funny. I was like laughing at when she was like going to Palm Springs and stuff before she turned into Oh God. I wanted I was to... into it. Oh my God, I hated it so much. Yeah, see, I was I was laughing, and then it and then there were little things I was like, eh, whatever. But like, and I like Diane Keaton. I mean, of course, right? And it's whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it just got to a point where yeah, I don't know. I, it's like, what went wrong here? It just it felt so forced to me. Like I knew I knew what the premise of what they were doing in the beginning with the friends and all that stuff, but everyone mm-hmm. just felt so one dimensional. Where it's like your only role is to talk about outfits or you know do this. Yeah, and the, yeah it just I give Taylor Page credit for trying to save this movie yeah like she you know because did her damnedest but she could have been worse you know but yeah yeah it's because it's 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 like 13 going on 30 meets freaky friday yeah and i really quite enjoy both of those (laughs) i've liked every iteration of freaky friday i've watched to be honest and i i mean you know they've got their moments but i I think they're funny i think the concept's funny and 13 going on 30 is on the list of like one of my favorite rom yeah it's a spectacular and you know, so it's like, okay, so obviously I didn't expect that this was going to be better than either of them, but I thought maybe it might, like, make a list somewhere where it could be fun. Or at least, add it, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, add it there to be like, oh, you know, maybe I'm in the mood to watch it. This is this is an unfair thing to get hung up on, but I, the most mind-boggling part to me was the romance part with the guy from Schitt's Creek, Schitt's Creek. who I don't think is that attractive. I yeah, guess he's like fine, a, but... he, yeah, he's like a cookie cutter you know yeah template like decent looking he's a good looking guy but i'm not yeah yeah, I'm yeah. Not like, you're not, Ooh. like yeah, you're not drooling for him but yeah let's he so he <laughs> i just the idea of him being like okay with being like yeah i'm gonna like have a romantic relationship essentially with a 70 year old woman and then just instantly accept and transfer my affections overnight when she disappears completely like does she tell him eventually like no that was me it's it's okay that you loved the 70 year old woman because it was me the whole time, like, which doesn't feel yeah. good. But it also doesn't feel good that he is just like, yeah, all right, a body's a body. <laughs> yeah, like that's no, I, I hoped that she was going to tell him. And then, of course, she started like saying things that were very like, the, oh, it's a shrimp, but it's the jump, just the ones that are genetically enhanced, like making, ins- like commenting on their inside jokes that they had had. Right. So I thought, okay, are you going to tell him? And then she didn't. And it's like a year later, she wrote a book. And I'm like, well, what is in this book? Right. Is, is it, it like a factual it account or a fictionalization? It, yeah, like what is this book? 
And where is, why does, I know it's like, oh, the French exit on social media was so, but it's like, but where is she? And why is, you know, and, and he's now going to be with this girl and just never see her aunt again. Or he's, you know, I don't know, it's just weird. Yeah, like what is and the so, ruse she's keeping up? Like, yeah, I don't. And I, I can't remember how it got resolved in Freaky Friday, at least the remake with Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan. But that's my least favorite story point about that also is that Chad Michael Murray falls for Jamie Lee Curtis. See, I. And. Mm-hmm. because it's Lindsay Lohan inside there and he doesn't know that. And I'm always like, I don't remember how they, how they solve it, but I always remember thinking like, but then now you're just going to be with a daughter and know that like you were, had a crush on her mom. Like, yeah. It's, it's it's weird, the, you know? Yeah. No, I didn't. It made me feel icky. And like, it, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. You know, I, I will say when, not... when he said he was 40 though, I was surprised. I was like, he's <laughs> me too. And I was like, Oh, was they, like... they were like, we have to, just him up. To... Yeah, yeah. They're, like they're like, we, can't, we have to, because it can't be, 50 is too much, 45 is, yeah. too, you know. But I was like, oh. But just every, everything about this film rang so hollow to me. And it yeah. was so upsetting. Yeah, he's not he's not 40 yet. <laughs> and I was just like, I, it's, it's, also the tone shifts when everyone just takes it, like everyone takes the information so well when they first hear it like nobody is upset or like freaked out by this and be like you're you need to be institutionalized like everyone is very accepting of this information yeah it's pretty easy and she accepts it pretty easily yeah i will say like she was very like she was panicking at first but then all of a sudden when she's like okay i'm gonna go back to the desert or the whatever that guy was i'm gonna go back there and find him whatever you go home i'll meet you at the best or whatever and the girl's like, do you want me to go with you? And she goes, no, I just want to be alone. And blah, 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 and handle this. And it was just this weird kind of like, I'd be like, yes, please. Like, I need, I need. Yeah. Like, like I, I need, you know, like, I need a support here. Like, mental, emotional, all this support. Because this is right. like. What Physical. My hip could give out at any point. I'm 70 suddenly. Like. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's the thing is the, that was the Pilates scene is what got me really annoyed because, well, there was a lot of things. A lot of things were annoying. But the Pilates scene, I was like. Are we going, I thought we were going to go for this whole kind of thing on like how like, oh, it's not as easy to do with a 70 year old body than it was when you were 30 or whatever. See, I thought she was going to show them up and be like really good at it because when she goes in, she says, I great at Pilates. And if that was meant to be sarcastic, it didn't read. No, I I think she really is decent at Pilates in her real life. And then I thought we were supposed to, because, because I could have seen that where she was like amazing. And then that was going to be like this thing where it's like, oh, wow. And she's like, yeah, whatever. But then when she immediately messed up, I was like, oh, okay, are they going for the whole kind of like, oh, crap, this is a lot harder with 70-year-old bones and muscles than it was like what, what I'm used yeah, to. Yeah, but it I'm just looked 30, like whatever. she'd never been to a Pilates class before. And and the problem with it, I felt so much, was you weren't putting – you switched the body, but you didn't switch the time, right? So it's like 13 going on 30. We have a 13-year-old going into a 30-year-old's mm-hmm. body in the year that 30-year-old's alive. Right, so right, right. she's a fish right, out right. of water, right? Right. Freaky Friday, they switch bodies. They're staying in the time, but they're de-aging. But then now, or, or aging up, then having to exist in the scenarios that the other is existing in. So it's right. a young kid having yes. to be a psychiatrist, mm-hmm. blah, 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 old person going to high school. This didn't do that. It just was like, oh, I'm old now, and I'm just going to pretend to be somebody else the right. time. I'm going to create a person that I am and I'm just going to live my life as this person. But her life didn't actually change at all. Right. Much. You know what I mean? So it was just this weird kind of, like, it was missing that element of like actual fish out of water. So yeah. this fish out of water stuff they were creating didn't make any sense to me. You've, you've hit the nail on the head of like what the core part, well, there are many things wrong with it, but yeah. what, <laughs> what if they'd solve that, it could have made 
been a lot more interesting. The humor could have at least been smart. And like, yeah. I, I, and, and I respect that you're like, I chose not to think about it that much, but, <laughs> but thank you. But I was like, I was saying that I was just like, oh, but this is, this is one of those weird recipes in movies that often works for me. Well, no, no, no. I <laughs> so. like, again, I'm, I am, I'm firmly camp 13 going on 30 as well. And my yeah, big yeah. thing about it was from the get go, I was like, this is not in the same league. This is nowhere. This is okay. Yeah. There's no way that this is going to, I, therefore my brain has checked out. And then like when, when Diane Keaton showed up, I was like, okay, at least it's Diane Keaton. Like here's our chance, you know, here's our salvation. And here's her, <laughs> like her shtick in the beginning when she's like, oh, my hair. And also wigs. I know I say it, but I was like, oh, I was so happy they cut the hair. It, you know, I was like, oh, Diane Keaton. No, no, you can't. This isn't your type. Like, or this isn't what you do anymore. And then when I, she had to wear those crazy big heels, I was like, I wonder if that's actually Diane Keaton. <laughs> she yeah. doesn't seem like a, like a six inch heel person to me, but that was her sacrifice for the film. I, I just, it, it sat so poorly for me. I, I yeah. thought I was going to like the like wine club. Cause I was like, yes, old ladies having fun together. And well, and we're... let's talk about the casting for them. Cause they were all fantastic. <laughs> I, I love them. Like, you know, but it was just like, it all just, you know, it fell flat and it was sad cause it, that goes back to the writing because you're like, well, these scenario, these scenes should be just fun no matter what because right. of who we are looking at here. And, all, you know, it just it was yeah. a fun group. I, yeah. I really did not like Elizabeth Lale. Like I thought she was not good. She, she was the weakest link for me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. And at first I was like, is this like a nepotism thing? Like, is she the child of someone? And then I didn't realize she had been in things like she was in you. Um, the show show, yeah yeah, it's a weird title but yeah do you know who it's directed by so it's katie azelton 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 probably who's an actress who i actually like she was on the league which i was a fan of but just because you can act does not mean you can direct oh totally Uh, but she's married to mark duplass oh okay well that makes sense how it got funding i don't even think they funded it they do a lot of projects but i did not see their name anywhere on it well she's like connected to oh yes yes but but, uh, (laughs) But diane keaton is a producer on it wow yep i don't know i just it could have been great it was not yeah well it just it could have been and it really it just should have been like right that's too bad i know but anyway i I just there were so many brain breaking moments and i was like some of this was okay it's an excuse for diane keaton to just wear her own wardrobe most of the time and be comfy (laughs) yeah you know like exactly. but ma'am you don't have to make a movie to do that. yeah i was like yeah you could just do you are diane keaton you could just do yeah. that at this point like you have nothing to maybe she did as a favor to katie as i don't know i just i have so many questions about how this happened <laughs> yeah no it was it was a lot and i will say like even the, the the moments that they tried to kind of you know have emotional beats land a little bit you know like i i'm someone whose grandma was my best friend I, that whole kind of through line didn't even hit me in the feels. I was wondering about that when I first started watching. I was like, oh, no. And well, then I was it, like, no, this is so bad that it's going to be fine. Yeah, yeah no, it could have yeah. it could have destroyed me. And I wouldn't have been like, oh, I hated it because of this. But like those affect me in a way, you know, right. and it, yeah. I just didn't even feel seen. Because <laughs> right. it just, it didn't, I don't know. Because it had no soul. Yeah, it didn't. Yeah. It, <laughs> it just no, it didn't really, really didn't. It, I, like it didn't. It, it was like, a, again, similar day shift, paint by numbers, where they're like, cool, if we do this and this, then thus a movie, you know, and that's not how Yeah, it no, works. and it was like, okay, we want to make a movie that's about being yourself. And okay, an old soul has a chance to be old and then shines because they are themselves. But it was like, how do we just get from point A to B? And they just like, they were just like drawing, connecting little dots here and there and like, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. That'll do. That'll do. Yeah, that'll yeah. do. 
like, oh, they won't care. And they didn't because nobody. <laughs> we, <yeah. laughs> well, we cared. And <laughs> yeah. well, which we wanted to care. That's the thing. Yeah. Is like, you know, we it's definitely it smelled like a straight to a streaming platform thing. So it surprised me that it's like a, it's a theatrical release, right? I, yeah, I, yeah. I, was, I was a little surprised by that as well. Yeah. All right. Well, we tried. Thank y'all. We tried. We, we tried. <laughs> yeah, we thanks. tried. I thank you for trying. Yes, of course. Yes. Thank you, as per usual, to Jackie and Matt. And now a couple of follow-up points. All of them are Snoop Dogg related. So yes, of course, Snoop has a cannabis venture of his own. Not only does he have a cannabis company, which I don't even know why we were questioning that possibility, but he also has a venture capital fund that invests in both cannabis-related industries and also other tech things. So he is doing quite well. Uh, I believe that their latest round of funding, or at least in October of 2021, their valuation was $3.75 billion dollars. Good job, Snoop. And then as for his blunt roller, so in June of 2020, he did reply to a tweet that was saying that his dedicated blunt roller makes between forty dollars and $50,000 a year. He said, inflation, their salary went up. And he said, if you're great at something that I need, I'm hiring you. Apparently, this person has impeccable timing and just knows from the look on Snoop and company's face when they need a blunt, uh, to quote Snoop Dogg, that motherfuckers like Lurch from the Adams Family, you rang. And then Seth Rogen said he knows how to gauge the look on someone's face when it seems they want a blunt. And if they do, he gives you one. Also, apparently, in addition to his paycheck, which we don't know exactly what this person makes, but the staffer gets to smoke all the weed he wants for free and gets other perks from touring with him. Everything free I get, he gets, Snoop says. So when I get some free clothes, they give him some, which is, I guess, kind of cool. And again, what a, what a very highly specific talent and way to, way to really capitalize on that. That has been it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed it, we would love it if you could leave us a rating or a review or even consider subscribing.